0: Good morning, I'm Nathan and this is Word in Motion. James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in a mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, Being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves, and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Hey, welcome to episode 60, and Paul is on the boat, headed for Rome. Now, remember yesterday, Paul warned them the trip was going to end badly, and they didn't listen. So let's see what happens. Acts chapter 27, picking it up where we left off. Verse 13 says, Now when the south wind blew gently, Supposing that they had obtained their purpose, they weighed anchor and sailed along Crete, close to the shore. But soon, as the tempestuous wind, called the Northeaster, struck down from the land. Since we were violently storm-tossed, they began the next day to jettison the cargo. And on the third day they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. When neither sun nor star appeared for many days, and no small tempest lay on us, And he said, Do not be afraid, Paul, you must stand before Caesar. And behold, God has granted you all those who sail with you. So take heart, men, for I have faith in God that it will be exactly as I have told you. But we must run aground on some island. Skipping down to verse 33. As day was about to dawn, Paul urged them all to take some food, saying, Today is the fourteenth day that you have continued in suspense and without food, having taken nothing. Therefore I urge you to take some food, for it will give you strength. For not a hair is to perish from the head of any of you. When he had said these things, he took bread and gave thanks to God in the presence of all who broke it and, and began to eat. Let me stop there for just a second and mention something we've talked about before, that every relationship Paul has in his life is a disciple-making opportunity. Even here on this ship in the middle of a storm— When death looks certain, every one of these relationships, Paul is taking the opportunity to put God in their minds, to point them to God. Verse 36, then they all were encouraged and ate some food themselves. We were in all 276 persons in the ship, and when they had eaten enough, they lightened the ship, throwing out the wheat into the sea. Finally, verse 41, But striking a reef, they ran the vessel aground. The bow struck and remained immovable, and the stern was being broken up by the surf. The soldiers' plan was to kill the prisoners, lest they should swim away and escape. But the centurion, wishing to save Paul, kept them from carrying out their plan. He ordered those who could swim to jump overboard first and make for the land, and the rest on planks or on pieces of the ship. And so it was that all were brought safely to land. Okay, deep breath. Cool story. Another instance of God saving Paul for this purpose. That he, he always had to. His road always ended with Caesar. He always had to appear before Caesar. So what does this all have to do today? It's more than just a cool story. It's more even than just a cool true story. What does this have to do with your life today? This is going to sound obvious. But when was the last time you considered, really thought about the fact that God is in control. Recall Jesus' words and the resulting wonder of them in Matthew chapter 8, as the storm tossed the boat and the disciples around, and the disciples panicked, they woke Jesus saying, "Uh, do you even care that we're perishing? And he said to them, why are you afraid, O you of little faith? Then he arose, this is Matthew 8 verse 26, then he arose and rebuked the wind and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled. And listen to this question. The men marveled, saying, What sort of man is this that even the wind and the waves obey him? What storms are you going through today, this week, this month, this year? What areas of your life feel out of control? What relationships even in your life feel shipwrecked? And by comparison, what sort of man, what sort of God-man are you following? that even the wind and the waves obey him. Let me encourage you to find peace in remembering the kind of God-man, the kind of perfect, all-knowing, all-powerful Son of God, that even the wind and the waves obey him. Think of Peter walking on the water as he looks to the waves and begins to sink. and But as long as he was looking at Jesus... He was walking on the water. Where are your eyes today? May you find peace in remembering him in the midst of your own storm. Let me pray for you today. God, I thank you for stories like this about storms and waves and shipwrecks. Lord, things that feel completely out of control, as we would call them, quote, natural disasters. God, we thank you for these stories that remind us just exactly how in control you are, just how complete your control is. Lord, that even in the midst of these seeming natural disasters, Lord, that you are still the creator, you are still in control of the creation. God, help us to live with the courage that comes from knowing you from knowing the one who's in control of all the storms around us, Lord, that we would take our eyes off the wind and the waves and look to you. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for how you're using us. We thank you for how you're holding our world together, even when it feels chaotic. Lord, give us the peace that passes all understanding as we understand who you are and what you've done and what you continue to do, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great day.